So one goes into the Tirtha, things will be happy. How will we be happy? How will the Tirtha purify him? In fact, the Tirtha will neglect him. Therefore, Gurudev would say, there should be a big astrologer. This astrologer, he could see past, present, future. So one day he saw, he saw his astrology. There he saw that. There he saw that. That a crocodile is going to eat me in the water. Now I'll leave from here. Now I'll go to such a place where there won't be any water, anything. And this way I'll change the, I'll change my destiny. So he was not surrendered to Bhagawan. So this way, he said I'll be free, liberated, and I'll go to some place where there's no water. So then he went to the desert. So there he went to the desert and there he saw that. So then the king there, he saw that he was a very scholar, big scholar. And he was Dharmagya, Tatpagya. So he called this king to his palace. So he said, oh king, why are you staying here and there? Come and stay in my palace. You give me Gyan Siksha. Look after my well-being. So after some time, he sent the prince to the scholar. So he said, all right, it's very good. And so he started uh, looking after the prince. And then slowly what happened? He became, this prince became a 15-year-old boy. Became very qualified. So in this way, king was thinking, a very qualified son. Also this scholar, this pundit is very good. Bhagawan himself sent him here. And this way, even this boy, he didn't know anyone except his teacher. He didn't know anyone except his guru. He was very happy. Saying that my scholar, he is a big scholar. So one day, so one day the king, he asked his uh, guru, saying, what is the fruit of all the tirthas? So then Guruji, he said, fruit of tirthas is to be in the association of the sadhus where Sri Krishna Bhajan is performed very nicely you go to tirthas and where there is no sadhu that place is not a tirtha you should not go to that tirtha where there is no sadhu this way where there is no Vaishnava that place is not a tirtha and where there is Vaishnava that place is Vrindavan that place is a place of indescribable joy that place is Brindavan. Brindavan is where there's a collection of devotees, group of devotees. So this way, he's going here and there. If you go to Tirthas here and there, you'll only see all these animals, birds. You'll only see all these things, but you won't see the Tirtha. But a sadhu, what does he do? He, he removes this uh, bad vision and he gives you this sadhvritti and good vision. So he said, oh, which tirtha should I go? Where can I find these sadhus? Then he said, all right. In Makar Sankranti, all the sadhus, santamatmas, they, they go to Ganga Sagar. You see, if you only have a bath once, in Ganga Sagar once, you get the fruit of bathing in all the other tirthas many times. So if you go there and bathe in Ganga Sagar, then if you have the satsanga, there, Kapil Dev, Bhagirath Maharaj, they are all present there. Big Rishi Muni is there. So you go there to Ganga Sagar and you bathe there once. And this way, by bathing there once, all fruits are here. So then he heard this. So then he became very stubborn. Saying, oh Guruji, you take me. And Guruji said, I won't come. Why? Then he stopped eating, drinking. Now he was in hunger strike. Then the king said, Oh, Pandiji, 
why is your why is your disciple stopped everything eating drinking sleeping and i said oh brother let's go there he said no i cannot go I said why not he said i can go there no i won't go I said why not because i'm scared of water if i go in water this crocodile eat me will catch me and eat me so i will not go i'm saying i cannot go there So then the king he said, "I'll make a nice cage for you, and then put you in this cage, and then you can go inside this uh, Ganga Sagar. And this way, make a nice cage for you. And this way, when you go inside this cage, then everyone can come and see." And this way, he spoke all the glories, and then this way. the prince he became very happy and then the king he sent his son with the entire army and everyone he said when the crocodile come he knew and lead him tear him into many pieces so this way the king then he left with his army so you're saying just see how he is being worshiped how he is being respected then this way when he went to ganga sagar then he saw the there was one iron cage very big cage so this way they were walking through this cage and they were all bathing in this big cage based deep water they were all bathing there and this way they were bathing in the water and they came out and this way the king's prince also he was also floating in that water and then he said oh guruji oh pandit ji you also have a bath here and he said okay come here this is tirtha matter of great fortune that you are here so then this way he was there and after some time he saw saying oh guruji i was waiting for you for 16 years and then he became a crocodile and then he swallowed his guruji and then he escaped into the water into the river So he said, "Kal, it's time of death. Will not leave anyone. So what is written on your forehead? This karma, this karma will not go away so easily. It will go away easily. Only if remember Sri Hari, you take shelter, Sri Hari." The king said, "Panditji, where's my, where's my pandit? Where's my son?" And then the crocodile was laughing and was floating in the ocean. and this way pandit ji was digested in his stomach so he saying was waiting 16 years for this pandit so then guru ji said just see he says he knows everything but he will not accept he doesn't remember bhagwan you see calamity can come for anyone sari bimari dukari the fruits of karma can come to anyone but who will remove this so then guru ji would speak another story he said just see he said in another place one king he gave he had a newborn son so then this is the maid servants of this queen there were many maid servants they're called dai bai friends like a nurse the nurse no she looks after the baby more than even the mother so then chatti pujan was being done means after the sixth day six days after the child's birth then there's a puja so in this way they were all sleeping there but the nursemaid this dhaima she was not sleeping she decorated this boy she had arranged for him to sleep nicely inside the house this is uh, there was incense and there was a lamp lit what is chatti pujan and uh, after this chatti puja brahma himself he comes and he writes the destiny of that baby or is for it that this way uh, whatever is what is written that is bound to happen what is written is destiny is bound to happen that which is inevitable and this way uh, from all four sides he sat in the house and they say the nursemaid she was sleeping she locked the door 
So then at 12 o'clock, after 12 o'clock, before 3 in the morning, he said the devatas they come and go. And the creator of Brahma, he came, give me way, I want to go inside. So he said you can go on one condition. You have to write what you will write. You have to tell me what you will write on his forehead. If you tell me, then I'll let you go. So they requested him so many times, but still, then he realized, all right, now, let him come, then I'll sleep again. So they say when Brahma came, then she moved aside, then Brahma came inside, then again she slept on the pathway. It's the rule of the devatas that you should never cross over anyone. If anyone is sleeping, and if you cross over someone, then all your sukriti will go away. All your sukriti, yash, punya, everything. Therefore, if any person is off, is sleeping, or then you should fold hands and cross over him. Now that like a monkey, you jump over him and go. Because this is a rule in UP. In UP, no one cares for anyone. In UP, especially here, the people, they don't care for all these rules. But before you cross some person, you must be very careful. And this way, he was sleeping then. And this way, she had made sure that Brahma cannot come outside. Because you see, in this way, Brahma, he could not escape now. He could not leave. So then she asked Brahma, what have you written? In this boy's forehead, in this boy's destiny. So this I cannot say. Then I will not let you leave. And here Brahma Murta was coming. And in this way, he was thinking, what can I do? And she said, if you tell anyone what is written in this boy's destiny, then he will die immediately. And you will die immediately. And she said, all right, no harm. And Brahma said, you see, this Rajkumar, when he'll be 16 years of age, and he'll be a young man, then there'll be a thunderbolt. will strike his head, and he will die. He'll be very qualified, very beautiful, and the kingdom will like him very much. All the ministers, king, they'll like him very much. But, but then one day, this lightning will strike his head, and he will die, and the entire kingdom will be destroyed. So then she heard what happened. And then Brahma, he left. So now she was very sad. They say she would look after this boy, massage him. So this boy, he was becoming, gradually he was becoming more and more young. They say as every day passed, he started becoming bigger and bigger. The king was so happy with his son, the queen, the kingdom, everyone. You see, he would not even go to his mother and father. He would only go to his nurse, nursemaid. And then this nursemaid, she would, whenever she'd see him, she'd take him on her lap. She started weeping, crying so much. So when he became 14 or 15 years of age, and one day he asked, everyone becomes happy on seeing me, but why are you always crying on seeing me? You have to say something. I said, oh, what can I do? If I say something, then I will die, I'll die. And he's saying, today you have to say. And the prince, he got hold of her feet. And then when she didn't agree, then he started fasting. And the king, queen, they all came saying, what is the problem? And then he said, whenever she sees me, she's always weeping. Why is she weeping? <coughs> saying, I cannot say. So what is harm in saying? I'll die. So even if you die, no harm, but still you have to say. Because he's the king. You see my sword then? And then in this way, he only had one more year left to live. And she told the Rajkumar, she will only live for one more year. And after one year, this, thun this lightning bolt will strike your head. No one will be able to save you. The entire kingdom will be destroyed. So, okay, good. If I have to die, I'll die now. I told you, now I will die. 
I'll die immediately. Because this is the rule of destiny. I'm bound by this promise. And then she said and she died. And then this way, he was very sad, this prince. But he was very intelligent. And just before his 16th birthday, the whole night, he, he sat on his horse and he went where? And then he stopped his horse and he, le- and he went walking. Across some hills and he went to the jungle. And there he went to the ashram of the rishis. And there he saw. He surrendered to the rishis. There he saw the rishis were absorbed in meditation. And they say, and the rishis and the meditation. And it was finished. Then they said, Oh Rajkumar, how did you come here? They said, Oh. Then he told the rishi, Since you know I am a prince, then you also know why I have come here. They said, Yes, I know everything. He said, All right. He said, You chant this mantra. What is this Mughal mantra? You remember this mantra? And they say, and don't leave me. Even for one moment, always stay near me. And in this way, Drishi, he was sitting on top and the disciple was sitting down. He said, without me, don't go anywhere else. And this way, after 16 years, then there was no storm, nothing. Then there was immediately there was a thunderbolt. A big thunderbolt. And all the birds, animals, they all started running here and there. And they all went inside their ashram. And this way, there was Vajrapath. But still he could not come into the ashram because of his tapasya, the rishi's tapasya. And this way, after some time, Yamaraji came. So this is his last day. Leave this boy. I can leave him, but on one condition. That first, you kill me and then you can kill this boy. Because this boy has taken my shelter. Saying, I cannot leave him then. Then Indra himself came with this thunderbolt. But still he could not do anything. Because of this Rishi. Then Vidhi himself came, Brahma himself came. And so Brahma himself came and he said, that now I can... He said, I'll not let you kill this boy. And then... There was big dharma sabha. But oh, his karma is bound to happen this way. And they say, this entire kingdom will be destroyed. Saying, so, now let this boy die. Then in the end, then they said, alright. Then after one year, his nails will grow. So then you just put your nail out. And then there will be a nail will die when thunderbolt will fall and since you have so much hair on your head put some hair outside and then because of this Vajrapath thunderbolt your hair will also come out so your hair will die your nails will die not your hair that is uh, growing from the scalp but the hair that is out so in this way your hair will also be cut and your nail will also be cut so then you, it's like you're dying when you cut your nails and you cut your hair you never feel anything so then he died so then this way, Brahma and everyone they gave Ashirvad. And then this way, when he went to his kingdom, there he saw. Just see the mercy, the son of the Kripa, or the Santas. That which is bound to happen, even that is avoided. No one can stop this. So Gurudev would say that in his village, in his uh, Brahman family, there was one boy. He left his village and he went to the Himalayas to perform austerities. And he went to the Himalayas, he did, he did austerities for 12 years. And when he returned, then the villagers, they said, what have you done? He said, now I have conquered the entire world. He said, how have you conquered the entire world? He said, all of you come to the Ganga. 
in this way i'll walk on the water of the ganga back and forth so in all the villages came there saying what the boss have you done is walking on water so in this way he started saying that i can walk on water so then when he came there then the serpent she came there so the serpent also was the grandfather for gurudev so and he said oh dada ji you also come and see how i'm walking on water the yogi said to gurudev's grandfather when gurudev's grandfather said you wasted 12 years of your life you could have crossed the ganga if you just given one paisa to the boatman for 12 years now you only earned one paisa now so in chastised him saying what is use of your austerity so 12 years and you can just walk on water if you would be doing bhagwan's bhajan now you'd be realized soul what will happen by this by walking on water just by walking on water what will happen should cross over this ocean of birth and death send this uh, he gave so much gyan the king gurudev said i saw this yogi this yogi now he became very pure he changed him then this way again he went to haridwar to rishikesh then he went to uttarkashi and then deprag and then he accepted a sadguru how he started chanting three lakh hari naam in uttarkashi deprag everyone became his follower so he became a very realized soul and so he should come to do tirth yatra and where he go everyone would would see how he would do bhajan follow the jalai kadashi do hari naam without katha kirtan he wouldn't do anything else and so he became a realized soul perfected soul so this you uh, would say when i read the ramayan and one day i saw the day i went to the when i saw ram going to the forest i saw how all rishi marshis met ram and then this way they were all worshiping ram and ram was very happy then they asked ram will ask something for you from you can you give he said what can you be my can you be our beloved except us as your beloveds ram said i am maryada purushottam i can never do anything like this i can do one thing that in dwapar yuga i'll send you to praja there you'll be born in the homes of the gopis and gopas and then you will be i'll accept all of you so then gurudev he he'd see all these leelas and then he said just see since now my mind is always absorbed and this ramayan ramlila gurudev he knew all of ramayan all of ramlila here and this he saw then ramchandra he was saying that i cannot accept them in this form i can only accept them in my form as krishna so haruman he was he was ram servant sukriv vipishan he accepted all of them but he didn't accept anyone except sita as his beloved this is not possible for him what i would say that day he prayed so much narod oh, prabhu krishna ke jo dham hai shri krishna how can we go to this dham of krishna how can we be born there dr thakur is written shivana pure janamala bojavata vibhave rajakopi bhava bhave swabhav anabhavanara bhai so to be born in braj to come to braj and to stay in braj 
and to accept Bhagwan as your Priyatam in Braj. As long as this Samanda is not had, then Bhagwan will never accept you. In the other avatars, this is never seen. And all these other limbs of bhakti, like Dasa, Sakya, Vatsalya, even they are not present in all the avatars. And Ram, Sakya, Vatsalya is half and half. There's Dasya, but Gaurav Mai. There is not full Dasya. So in this way, Gurudev would say, when I saw how Ram was like this, he only had two and a half rasas, so I was thinking. I started praying to Ram. Then by Ram's mercy, by his causeless mercy, he gave darshan. And they say, after giving darshan, what did he say? He said, no, don't delay. It was only a matter of some time. I made all the arrangements for you. In this way, your Gurudev was very enthusiastic. He would always, in studying, in playing, he was always first. And also in horse riding. Because, because his college was very far from his village. Primary school was 5 or 7 kilometers away. And even now, if you see, before there were no streets also. No, very kacha. Means like, like mud roads. These van rickshaws, they would take all these boys there. Or else they had to go walking. And all these muddy fields everywhere. So if a Gurudev knew how to ride a horse, so he would go his horse and he would go to his college. Before all these rich wealthy people, they'd have, they'd go horseback. Gurudev was very strong also. So one day he saw. And in this very hot day, Gurudev he saw. Then the horse was very tired. So he knew the horse was very tired. So therefore the horse needs some water. So then he came in the morning. Now he's tied. The horse is tied. And he has to also go to college. So there he saw that all four sides there were hills. There was a pond. So then Gurudev, he left the horse there. Go drink some water and, and I'm here. But still the horse didn't return. So now it is going dark at night. So in Gurudev, anyhow, he came there because there's a pond there, the bottom of the hill. So then, so the horse was just standing there after drinking water. <coughs> no, the horse could not come. So I was saying, what's happened to the horse? So maybe someone's cast a spell on this horse. So then Gurudev was calling out to this horse. And there he saw the horse was not moving. And so the horse was just standing like a mm, statue. Wasn't even saying anything, nothing. So that time, so as Gurudev came there, then he saw one yogi, he was coming out of a cave. He had many matted locks of hair. He was naked. They say, his yogi he said, You left this horse to drink water from here. Now see here, I've got your horse. I will not let your horse leave. I was waiting for you. Now you've come. Now you've given me darshan. Now I'll go to my nitidham. Now I'm giving you all my strength, all my potency, all my tapasya to you. Now I'm going. Gurudev Isa was folding his hands and he was standing there and he offered many stastutis. This way, his head, his head like gradually, um, there was some smoke seen from his head and then he left his body. So that day Gurudev for the first time he saw someone leaving his body there like a yogi and the horse 
which was trance in a spell. The horse was also released now from that spell. Gurudev, he got that horse back to his house. He was thinking, who is this Mahatma? Who is this Tapasvi? He was thinking, who is this person? So that Divya Anubhuti Darshan that Gurudev had, therefore, the Darshan of the Santas is that by having Darshan of a Sadhu, your Sansar will finish now. Now you can no longer do Sansar. Because as long as you are not at Darshan of a Sadhu, then your Sansar will continue. Therefore, the most rare Darshan you can ever have is that of a Sadhu. And to accept a Sadhu, to see a Guru as a Guru, see a Sadhu. To see a Bhakta as a Bhakta, or accept Bhagwan as Bhagwan is not something ordinary. There is a Shraddha to Anyupaya Varjanam Manonimesha. So what is the meaning of Shraddha? The mind will never be restless. See, one will always be enthusiastic. Always have this enthusiasm to proceed. He said, Why are you so. So after Gurudev saw this yogi, everyone was asking Gurudev, Now, why are you sitting here in this way? What happened? Then they thought, Okay, let's do his Upavit Sanskar. This Brahman thread giving ceremony. Because a Brahmin boy, if his thread giving ceremony is not done within five years of age, then when he'll die, he'll become a Brahmarakshas. Kshatriyas have 18 age limit. Until 18, they have time. Brahmin boy, until five. And the Vaishyas, they have, uh, until they're married, they have this time to get this Brahmin thread. And so, say, Gurudev Supavit Sanskar was decided. And they called all the scholars from Varanasi. They called the Kulguru. So in the Kulguru, he said that uh, I've given Diksha to your parents, so I'll give you Diksha also. So Guru said, all right, you give me, but first I'll ask you some questions, and if you answer them, then when I'm happy, and then when you give solution to my problems, then I'll accept you as my Guru, or else I'll not accept you as a Guru. He said, no, this is the tradition of your dynasty. That all your grandfathers, fathers, whomever they've taken Diksha from, you should also take Diksha from that same person. So they said, no, first I'll ask you some questions, then you answer. So then the scholar said, all right, he will not agree. So then he called all scholars from Varanasi everywhere. See, Varanasi has always been a place of great learning. Many scholars have been residing Varanasi since a long time. Great scholars and arguing in the Shastras and everything. Even in the even when the Mughals would come to invade Varanasi, still these scholars by their mantra shakti they would chase these Mughal Mughals away. Mughals are these Muslim invaders. So they say called all these scholars. So Maharaj he said is with Sanskar is done. But Upadit Sanskar is done for the body or for the soul or for the mind, Gurudev said. This Brahmin thread giving ceremony is for the body, the mind or the soul. So then the Kulguru said, you are just a boy, be quiet now. Try following the Shastras, the rules, regulations. Now when you when you are more mature, then you realize all these things. Now this Upanayan Sanskar, this Upanayan Sanskar, now you just agree. This. Don't say if it is for the body, mind, soul and all these things, just accept it. So then Gurudev said, what is just decorating this body? Or if I just put this thread, drape it across my chest, or if I recite some mantras, Havanyagya, this is for who? He said. What is the use of chanting these mantras? Who will be happy? Since as long as you don't chant these mantras, you'll always be ignorant. And then when you'll be enlightened, then you'll also become Brahma. Merge. Then Gurudev said, did Hanuman not have any knowledge? And then he said, oh, Hanuman was a great personality. Then why did Hanuman not become Brahma then? So in Gurudev, he told the Panditas. Tulsidas has said that, Hanuman has said that the Sevak, he never becomes one with the Savior. With his Ishtadev, 
Hanuman said, May I never forget. Hanuman said, May I never forget that Ram is my Prabhu and I am his Sevak. I don't want to be Ram. I only want to be Ram Das. This is my identity, my self identification. So in this way, he became Ram Das. So then he didn't become Brahma. So then Gurudev said, He never became Brahma, he became Ram Das. So here this debate started. The Ram is Ishwar, he is not Brahma. When, because of ignorance, then the Jiva, he becomes, Brahma becomes the Jiva. Means becomes uh, fragmented. And one of these fragments becomes an individual Jiva. And then when Brahma comes to this world, then how, when he becomes Ishwar, how? By ignorance. And when his ignorance goes away, is dispelled, then he will become one with Brahma. When the Agnyana and the Jeevas will go away, the ignorance and the Jeeva will also become Brahma. Because this is the... This is the way of the Mayavadis. To become one with Brahma. This way, become one. Aham Brahmasmi, chant this, then you will become Brahma. Sarva Kalam Vidham Brahma. So, when he had these statements, then he started doing the Shastra His father, his grandfather, all started saying, Don't debate with your Kuluguru, just accept this Brahman thread. But Guru said, Will I become Brahma wearing this Brahman thread or will I be a Sevak? To be a Das or to be Prabhu? This Tarka was not for one day. Tomorrow the genuine sanskar was to take place. And this Adivas was going to take place. And so all the arrangements were made. And then the Nandi Mukshraddha means an auspicious invocation is done. You see, if you read the Karma Kanda section of the Vedas where these rituals are described, then you can see all these things. So they said, no, I will not blindly follow. One who has no Atma Gyan, who has no relationship with Paramatma, he, I will never, uh, I will never be benefited by them in any way. So then this way, Gurudev, he then spoke. He gave an example of Gautam Rishi. Gautam Rishi's ashram, it will always be spring, Asantaritu. There will now be any shortage of food, water, because Gautam Rishi, he, he would respect, honor everyone. He would engage in this Bhagavata Upasana. He would, he would bathe every day in the Ganga and uh, follow all the rules and regulations. So one day what happened? One day in, there was a big drought, famine in the entire country. No water, nothing, nothing to feed. The cows had nothing to feed on. Everyone was fasting. Everyone were languishing. So then all the Rishi Maharshis, they all came to Gautam Rishi and they said, we're all starving, have nothing to eat. When they came to Gautam Rishi's ashram, then Gautam Rishi respected everyone. And this way he gave food, water to everyone, even the cows had grass to feed on. And this way, even the ponds were full of water, there was no shortage of anything. So in this way, they stayed for one year in Gautam Rishi's ashram. Then when will there be rainfall? When will we return to our ashrams? And this way, what did they say? Seeing there was no rain, there was a severe drought, and even the fire was in, could not be lit in a yakya. So the Rishi asked Gautam Rishi, that in your ashram, there's always a sacrificial fire blazing, yakya is always going on. But here, you see, the sacrificial fire cannot be lit. So we cannot do a yakya then. Then Gautam Rishi said, if you want to worship Yageshwar Shiari, then you'll have to follow some rules and regulations. That in your Gurukul, there are some disciples. They're, they're very greedy. Even the Guru is greedy, even the disciples are greedy. See, like disciple, like disciple. So therefore, so Gautam Rishi said, you have not taught anything to your disciples. Boga is being offered to Bhagawan. And even before the Boga is offered, when the disciples, they take this Boga and they start eating it. 
without even offering to Bhagavan. Or sometimes they see a paneer sabji, they take the paneer out of the sabji and they only leave the potatoes behind. They take the rabadi away in this way. Saying, oh Guruji, we are milking the cows, we are making kheer, we are offering all the kheer inside the yagya. So they take half and they hide it somewhere. And again, Gurudev would offer this kheer inside the fire and Yageshwar, he will not accept. Why? Because already they have taken the kheer away. These are their remnants. So how will he accept? How will this boga? They have already taken everything away. This is not boga. So Gautam Rishi chastised them. That they all the disciples are like this. Kalhyatta Jeevas. Don't follow any rule, regulation, nothing. They don't even, uh, they don't even bathe properly in this way. They enter inside the kitchen. They enter inside the Yagasthali, inside the temple. Then what will happen? <coughs> you see, they're wearing uh, one pair of cloth this way. And this way is not being washed for many days. So this way even... So this way you see... Foul odors coming, no tilak, no mala. And this way, he enters inside the kitchen house, inside, enters inside the Yagasthali, inside the temple. So you haven't taught them Shishtachar. It's proper discipline. So for Yageshwar Shiyari, is very sad. And this way, the Yagni Devata, this fire god, he's not accepting anything. So neither can you offer the Bhagavan. So this way, the when the Gurus found out what Gautam Rishi was saying, then they started looking for their disciples. So now you see, a Guru is always thinking, anyhow I should make disciples. Anyhow you become my disciple. It's a... This way... One day I was going Gaurdham Parikrama. I saw a big snake. And there are many ants that were eating the snake. Then we asked Gurudev, Gurudev, just see this big snake. And so many ants are feeding on it. Gurudev is not a snake, this is actually a guru. And all these ants, they're all his disciples. They're feeding on him. Guru, he, he drank their blood. Whatever money they earned, the guru took away. So now the disciples are feeding on him now. The guru has become the snake and all the disciples have become these ants. Guru, he says that all these disciples are very greedy. Gurus become gober. He says, whatever the disciple says, the Guru has to listen now. He says, if you don't listen to my words, Shri Guru, then I'll see what I'll do to you then. You don't know who I am. No, properly listen to me. Listen to every word I say. Or else, or else you get down from this position. I'll be Guru. You step aside. Or else write down in your will. Or else leave your position now. This is. No accepts discipline. He is a disciple. Disciple means to accept discipline. Shishya means to accept shasan. Anyone doesn't accept, then he is a demon. This is Gautam Rishi by his strong words. He opened their eyes. And they all became very astonished by what he had said. And they say all of them, they had this Niyam Nishta. And then they all start following this Anugatya of Gautam Rishi. And then this Yagyakni was lit. Uh, so much rain, great shower. Now they start saying every day, Oh Gautam Rishi, give us this uh, permission, now we'll return to our ashram. Now the cows have so much grass to feed on. So Gautam Rishi said, don't go now, because this grass is not yet so mature. No, grass is still sprouting. No, so don't go. But they were thinking if we stay in Gautam Rishi's ashram long any longer, then we'll have to follow his guidance. And they say we'll have to live under his uh, guidance direction. We'll have to glorify him. Then who will respect us then? We have to run away from here, from his ashram. Therefore, we have to leave. We will no longer be like fish in the ocean. We'll be like fish in a drain. Mattakanshi means one who always desires his prestige. So where will he ever be happy? So one day Gautam Rishi, he was going to bathe in the Ganga every day during Brahmamurta. He was taking his asan mala. He was going there. Meanwhile he saw 
that there was one, or there was one cow, almost about to die. Then Gautam Rishi said, in my ashram, I have never seen such a cow which is going to die at any time. You see, an ashram is known by the presence of cows. The cows are served very nicely and they're very healthy, then all the tirtha are present there. Dharma is present where the cows are present. The devatas are present where the cow is present. And where cows are respected, and if a cow is not respected, not served, then Gautam Rishi was saying, where did this cow come from? Maybe this cow belongs to someone else. Then Gautam Rishi said, oh, cow, mother, please let me go. Please give me way. I have to bathe in the Ganga in Brahmavurta. I have to do Paj Buddha Patan. I have to worship. So then he took some kush from his asan and he just like slightly touched the cow. And as soon as he touched the cow, the cow started shaking and the cow died. And all the rishis started clapping their hands. That, oh, Gautam Rishi, he has killed a cow. Now this ashram is going pure. Let's go, let's go. And they all started leaving the ashram. Saying, let's leave from here. He's a cow killer. At that time, Gautam Rishi became very sad. He went and he bathed in the Ganga, absorbed in meditation. And he said, oh, the Rishis, they made this Maya, or this cow out of their Maya. They wanted to leave the ashram, so they made this my cow. So Gautam Rishi was very sad. Saying, I did so much for them and just see how they're repaying me. He said, such people, their mantra siddhi will never take place. If you are deceptive with Guru, then how will you, your mantras ever bear siddhi? Don't be hypocrite. Gautam Rishi said, if you just ask me, I said, go after some time, don't go now, but not very impatient. So Gautam Rishi was very sad. Now he said, where is your mantra shakti left? My mantra shakti has left you now. Oh, this mantra has so much shakti. Just chant these mantras and you see. But where the sadhus are disrespected. And when they criticized, they taunted, always taunting, criticizing, then what will happen? See, mother, father has looked after the baby. And the baby comes of age, but he doesn't look after his parents. Oh, sadhu is looking after disciples, and disciple doesn't care about sadhu. is criticizing him, then what will happen then? You should always glorify him. Looking after you your whole life. He's very ungrateful. Very wretched. See, the Yamdutas, they asked Yamaraj, whom should we catch? And Yamaraj said, They who never speak of the glories of Bhagwan and his bhaktas, only criticizing, taunting. You can catch that, catch him, bring him here. I'll see. And one who doesn't remember Sri Bhagavan, and this who remembers the things of this world, was always criticizing all the people, always doing bad things and distributing to others. And this, uh, saying he's like this, he's like that, only criticizing. Then Yamara said, Bring that person here to me. One of us doesn't offer pranam, even once to Bhagawan. Not that, oh, you, you're only doing exercise in front of Bhagawan. As soon as he enters in the temple, then he's doing Dandavati so many times. Why? Then this way he's digesting food. Oh, now dal puri, bel puri, and all this burger, chow mein, pasta, pizza, they're all being made now. So he's doing 50, 50 100 times, he's doing Dandavati pranam. Because he get nice digestion then. So, so why are you doing... I'm saying, oh, the Goswamis have done 100 Dandavats, I'll do 1,000 Dandavats. And Rana Thakurji, what, what is your objective? Are you doing Dandavat in front of Bhagavan or for whom? So that this uh, food will be digested nicely, become very strong. So Yamara said, bring such people here. So his Mantra Shakti is lost. So Guruji said, Sandhyatma Vinashrati, that before this doubt comes, you become very simple in front of Sri Guru. You ask for something. And in this way, there's no need to hide anything from him. Guruji would say, Guru, if anything will come in mind, even before we say something to someone else, first we pray in our mind. Shri Guru, 
then we say to him, because Guru, he will give the solution to all problems. Why should we? He is our Priya Bandhu, Lokik Sad Bandhu, this friendly relationship we have with him. So Gautam Rishi was very sad. So Gautam Rishi was thinking that, oh, look how they are. So then what did these other Rishis do? They called Indra and just see what they did. Because of Indra, Ahilya became stone. Gautam Rishi's wife was Ahilya. And see, Ram himself came and delivered her. See, one may try doing many bad things, but Bhagavan is always Bhagavan. He himself came and delivered her. Therefore, Guruji always says, don't criticize anyone. Don't criticize, only say Krishna Nam, Chaitanya Nam. Don't look for faults in others, saying he has fault, that fault. See, what is an ant to? Even in a golden temple, you look for an ant one small hole. So one comes to the sadhu santas, how will you have to understand? How will you do this sadhana bhajan? How will your mind be one-pointed? How will you have to answer? If you're only criticizing, taunting, looking for faults, it is not sadhu darshan. Then the satra vidurlava will not take place. Sadarshan will not take place. Now we'll stop here now. Long tomorrow. So in the morning, Prabhupada's Tiruvati is the day after. Twelfth is Tiruvati. Now for two, three days in the morning, we listen about Prabhupada. In the evening, we listen to Gurudev's glories. In the morning, Prabhupada's glories. And tomorrow we'll listen. But immediately after Mangalarti. Because then 